It's episode 932 of the Rogue Man Cycling Podcast. It's newbie questions, Christmas style. Is there any other lyrics you get badly wrong? My sister has, uh, says, it was last year to save me from tears, is the lyric. She sings, last year, a semi-frontier. <laughs> <laughs> What's a semi-frontier? $75. Do you know what? I'm making a big announcement. I'm going to deliver the same product. I will roast or say happy Christmas to you for a tenner. <laughs> 75 quid. Who's he think he is? The last stage, I was trying to get a bottle. I looked back to see where the car was and the wind just caught them at an awkward angle on top of my helmet and boom, 200 euro blew down the street. I was actually very, very tempted to stop and go back. Just didn't have the legs. Sarah, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas, Anthony. This is your favourite time of year. Anthony always says that Christmas is in his blood. He's actually a bit annoying around Christmas. It was Christmas <laughs> evening. We had to sing that Sarah song. gets the lyrics to oh, The yeah. Pogues, Fairytale New York. Shane McGowan only died last week, so it's number one in the charts again. The lyric is, it was Christmas Eve, babe. And Sarah sings, it was Christmas evening. Yes, I don't know. Yeah, sorry about that. That is basically, I'm going to get arrested being an Irish person <laughs> singing the first line to that song. Hundreds of times I have sang that in Irish pubs over the last few years. But yeah, poor Shane McGowan, sorely missed. And I think that song is going to make an even bigger comeback this holiday season. Is there any other lyrics you get badly wrong? My sister has, uh, says, it was last year to save me from tears, is the lyric. She sings, last year, a semi-frontier. <laughs> <laughs> What's a semi-frontier? That's pretty bad. I think I'm pr usually pretty good with lyrics. You, on the other hand, I would say Anthony and my sister Georgina are probably two of the worst singers I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> Get into the gift guide or I'll shame you. <laughs> okay, yeah. So this went down a storm last year. We did a Christmas gift guide for cyclists and I implored so I know all of the listeners here are cyclists so you can pick something that you like or you can send this podcast to your family and friends who are going to be buying a gifts or you might think of an idea to buy one of your cycling friends on your group ride this few here you might buy your enemies as well also the coffee shop we went to, or we still go to every Saturday gives gifts out on the last Saturday before Christmas. So if the coffee shop owners are listening and you want to get me a new Garmin, <laughs> listen up. <laughs> that was so cool last year. Like it was things like tubes, pumps, small pumps, just little gifts like that. But it was really, really thoughtful and really cool. We do drop a lot in there. You, you've spent a lot of money this year on Rocky Road and I'm partial <laughs> to the cheesecake. I spent a thousand euro on Rocky Road this year. So I deserve a pair of luminous socks. Now, your family might not think that, you know, they're lucky that you're a cyclist. They might think, oh, this is absolute torture. I never see him. He never stops banging on about cycling. But I think they're really lucky because there's so many options that you can buy a cyclist for a gift for Christmas. There's just endless gadgets. There's something for every budget. There's millions of stocking fillers and there's some funny little gifts out there as well. Obviously, you'd be pushing them towards buying them a new bike, wouldn't you? And like a nice new gravel bike, maybe something like that. If yeah, it's a lot to ask, isn't it, as a Christmas present? Unless I don't know, you won the lotto this year, but a, a Christmas bike mm. it would be pretty cool. Last year, I actually suggested that 
they could give you a voucher, kind of like an IOU, so you could talk about cycling for 20 minutes and no one would do an eye roll. So you could like sit down and chat to your wife, your husband about your FTP test and they'd worst have to listen. Worst present I've ever seen. <laughs> it's worse than nothing. It's worse than saying I forgot Christmas. <laughs> or better still, a year of coaching. Obviously, that's going to change your life. That's going to have a Everyone forgets we actually mess. coach. I yeah. forget we actually coach, but we've. <laughs> I think the best coaches in Ireland, the UK, so yes, Pop us a mail and we will figure out a coaching voucher. Yeah. That's a cool present. It okay, is. let's get into the gift guide. Okay. Now, obviously, this pops up every year. The Rafa rain case or some kind of a rain case to put your phone, your wallet, your cards and stuff into stuff into your pockets. I think nothing wrong with the old Ziploc bag. I've used it. Never fails me. But I think it is a brilliant present to get. You're saying you're going to get me a present as a Ziploc bag? <laughs> it's pretty solid. I have a muck-off case that I use, and it is pretty cool, and it's pretty robust looking. But I'll be honest with you, I actually don't use it that much. I don't know why. It's a bit bulky, is it? We have the saddlebags now as well. We both have like a sa- good saddlebag where we put... Yeah, but a saddlebag is very different though because you're not going to put your phone and your money into a saddlebag because it's getting caked in muck, especially if you don't have a mudguard or you're trying the sort of roads we are. It's getting caked in muck. So that's not something you're going to access all the time. But into your little Rafa, you know, wallet or a man purse, you can put phone, AirPods, cash, credit card. That's typically what I've been putting in mind. I don't know why I don't use it that much. It's maybe because I'm wearing a lot of layers and one of my pockets is waterproof and I just kind of put my stuff two layers deep in a waterproof pocket and it seems to be fine. But I have a really bad phone. My phone has been dropped 6,000 times. There's cracks <laughs> all over it. can't write numbers on the phone. So I'm not that worried. If I had a new iPhone, maybe I would be going with something like this Rafa case. But I think it's a cool present. Yeah, I think everyone would love to see one of those. A Rafa case or any of the brands, they all do them. Okay, next thing that I found that I thought was absolutely brilliant is you can get a personalised message from some of your favourite pro cyclists. So for the small fee of $75, George Hincapie will send you a message like for the holiday season or birthday season, he can send you a pep talk or he can roast you. $75? (laughs) Do you know what? I'm making a big announcement. I'm going to deliver the same product. I will roast or say happy Christmas to you for a tenner. (laughs) 75 quid. Who do you think he is? But would you give a pep talk? I wouldn't get one off the prince for 75 quid. (laughs) You can also get one from uh, Philippe Gilbert as well, which would be pretty cool. He's he's cool. No, 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 no. I think these cameo things are insane that, you know, that cyclists and celebrities, there's a lot of ex- rated, not X-rated, Z-list celebrities on the list for these cameos. Like who? Who's the worst Z-lister? Oh, I don't know. There's like, there's loads of, you know, Love Island people that I wouldn't even have a clue who they are. And they're all there making fortune from these cameos. Do you know who I'd get one from? You know that TikTok dude that says, this is Dublin. (laughs) I'd love him. (laughs) He's brilliant. We must say this is Dublin to each other about four times every day. So that's, I think, could be something kind of funny and kind of interesting to send your that cyclist that you love. 
Silka is obviously a show sponsor of Errors and something that I love all year, it's the track pump. I've had, I don't know how many track pumps we have lying around the house, probably five, six of them. But the Silka track pump, I am almost find myself deflating my tires and reinflating them. <laughs> it's just, it's not a track pump. It's a thing of beauty. Thank so you. that's something I would love to get as a present if I didn't already have it. I would definitely check that out. Yeah, it's really, really beautiful. It's not just shoved in the wardrobe. If they're left, the other ones that are left around, I'm like, oh, they're ugly. I'm tripping over them. The Silka one, I don't mind it being left out. It's beautiful. Also, we have the discount code for Silka as well. I don't know it off the top of my I'll head. I'll check it in the show notes. Yeah, there you go. The other thing that a cyclist cannot have enough of are bid-ons. Now, I got a lot of grief during the year on Twitter for calling them bid-ons. Everyone's like, geez, your one has notions. Yeah, it's a bit weird that you call it bid-ons. I always call them bid-ons, but I didn't lick that off the ground, Anthony. That's from you. You're watching too much. I don't call them bid-ons. Do you not? No. All right, okay, interesting. I call them bottles. Bottles. You have notions. I do have notions. But what you cannot have enough of as a cyclist is water bottles and there's some really really funny ones out there i found a couple of them that look kind of like ketchup bottles that say catch up on them one that looks like a mustard bottle and it says must go hard i don't know they're kind of quirky and cool yeah i'm not into that real try hard psychology it's a bit (laughs) it's always people have no sense of humor have that stuff they dress up (laughs) cycling kit with a fucking dicky bow or something and it's like shut up Yeah, you will you will see the cycling jerseys now, the Chris the Santa Christmas jerseys kind of knocking around out in the seafront, out in the bike path over the next couple of weeks. We talk about nutrition constantly on this podcast. Fueling pre-session, mid-session, and post-session, they're vital for performance and for recovery. As I age, I'm becoming more aware of what I'm putting into my body. Have you ever stopped and taken a second to read the ingredients on the back of a traditional sports bar or gel? I literally can't even pronounce some of the ingredient list. It's scary. So many additives and so many chemicals. I've been on a search to remedy this and I was so happy to find Veloforte and we're now teaming up with them on the podcast. 100% natural, gluten-free Veloforte products have never upset my stomach while I've been out training. And this used to be a big problem for me. My teeth and gut are also thanking me for eating real food when I'm out on the bike. Veloforte are kind of like making your own energy bars and gels at home, but with none of the mess or none of the effort. They taste absolutely amazing. I honestly struggle not to eat them in the evening time with a cup of tea. The range is so amazing. They have good healthy bars, protein shakes, and performance-enhancing chews and gels, all created to help you feel better while you train. Head on over to veloforte.com now and if you use the code ROADMAN25, that's going to get you 25% off your first order. Okay, so we spoke at the start about gravel bikes and if someone's looking for a big expenditure, gravel bike is, it's kind of a tough one because if you get a present for your other half or your other half gets a present for you as a gravel bike, it's not like you're going to be sharing it. But in and around the same price point, something that you can both use, which we have in the house for the last couple of years, although it's been broke for the last six months or so, if anyone knows a good electrician, hit me up, is a sauna, an infrared sauna. We have a two-person sauna in the apartment. I'm actually not sure we've ever used it at the same time, but both of us did use it for a long period. I used it, I would say, almost every day, at least five times a week when it was working. I absolutely loved it. We definitely used it at the same time, but I had to stop because you have very poor sauna etiquette. What's that mean? (laughs) (laughs) I'm shocked. What's this? Okay, it's our private sauna in 
our apartment, but... You're not going to shame me for sweating No, you're in the nip, which is fine, but it's like... I've never been in the nip in the sauna. Yeah, you're always in the nip in the sauna. Okay, you put a towel down under yourself, but you're always in the absolute... You're total bare arse in there I constantly. <laughs> and it's I'm not that... camera in there. It's not that I, I have a problem with that. It's where you place your legs. And <laughs> oh my God. You're just flat out <laughs> making stuff up here. <laughs> sauna is... I don't know, how much do we pay for saunas? Two and a half grand, three mm, two grand? Two and a half, three, yeah. But here's a hack. There's a lot of people that like the idea of saunas and then they get the sauna and it actually doesn't turn out they use too often. Secondhand is a really nice place to get saunas if you're not freaked out by other people's sweat. <laughs> but you can clean it out pretty well. You can clean them and they come, it's after you use the sauna, you put it onto a setting so it has this kind of frequency that helps it clean out it from the inside. <laughs> yeah, <free. laughs> That's what it leads after you. That's what it leads after you. All right, so I have another kind of recovery hack. I guess sauna is in recovery. If you want to get the cyclist in your life, a pair of the recovery boots. We don't have a set of these at the moment. We did have a set on loan for a while and we absolutely loved them. Yeah, we had a set of Air Relax, but there's a company we found that actually a little bit cheaper again and the reviews look like they're pretty good. Yeah, the Air Relax are about 700 euro. Normatech, they're kind of seen as first to market best brand they're a grand but these pulsio 399 euro so they are an amazing gift for somebody who is really active don't, don't even have to be a cyclist because there's very little like i covered last week on the percussion gun there's not that much research to say that they work but it feels amazing plus you're off your feet like you're actually off your feet and resting your legs I had the former Orica, I don't know who Orica are called these days, Jacob Alua physio on the podcast. And we were talking about recovery and this idea of like research into if it works or not. The thing is, if there's research into if it works or not, teams are keeping that internal. They don't want to give away their leads, you know, in the oh, recovery sneaky. status. So sneaky. no one's publishing research on this because there's no incentives. It's like publishing research on ketone usage. No one's doing that. So his main takeaway from it was from the research that he'd seen that if an athlete thinks it works, it works because the placebo effect built into the actual effect gives the edge. So he said there's no one best recovery hack, but the one that the athlete thinks works, works. I'm a big habit of these recovery boots because I love habit stacking. And I think if you come home from a training session and you jump into these recovery boots, you're a lot less likely to reach for the Chinese takeaway menu. I think you're unlikely to have six beers. I think you're more likely to sit down and journal on how your session went, to have your pillar recovery uh, drink before bed, to have a protein shake, this type Mm. of stuff. So that's why I think they're a great idea. I know we don't have a set, but I actually would like, this is one of the only things on the list that I would like as a present. Yeah, I have to say these are something I would absolutely love. Highly, highly recommend. Okay, next up for me, couldn't do a gift guide without mentioning socks for a cyclist. And this is something that completely baffled me before I started cycling. When I first met Anthony, hadn't really gotten into the cycling groove. The obsession with cyclists and their socks, sock length, the feel of socks, the look of socks, sock color, different types of material. You cannot go wrong by getting the cyclist in your life a pair of socks. We have an amazing Irish brand here called 
inspire.repeat or is it just inspire repeat? They have a brilliant website. I love Classic White. They're the ones that I will always go for. I'm. They do a lot of funky ones. A lot of the brands have, you know, um, shut up legs and you know things like that written on them. I'm not really into that, but uh, whatever floats your boat. But they're a great brand to check out. They are a brilliant brand, but I also want to throw in another brand that I love as well, Pongo. It's a mm. London brand, which we've bought in the past as well. And they're really, really good. So they're two really good sock brands. It's amazing that there's companies just specializing in socks. And I would say if you are getting socks, go with a company like that who just specializes in socks because they geek out on the detail. I've had both those brands and their socks that I've had all season versus when I've had, you know, a set of Castelli socks or something like that. They just, I don't know, they go to pieces in the wash. Yeah, Castelli are just putting them there as an add-on. They don't have those, you know, the finesse with the socks. So great present for a cyclist. Staying on that recovery team is something I would absolutely love, but unfortunately we don't have a back garden. It's a cold plunge. Now, there's many ways you can do that. I had previously, what was that one we call Ice barrel. barrel. Yeah, so I have that around my parents, but I don't go around as often as I should and use it. So you can have that sitting in the back garden or you can engineer your own one where you can build, which I've seen super brilliant home builds on this if you go onto Pinterest. They're, you know, like the freezers that they sell ice creams in in your local convenience shop. The chest shop. freezers. Yeah, one of them with like a cool wooden top on it that stays cold all year round. But if you're in a climate that stays cold all year round as well, you can just build them into the ground. Like Russell Brand, I've seen on his Instagram, has an amazing one out of his back garden. It's something I would love. It's the number one reason I want a back garden is so I can have a sauna and a cold plunge out the back garden. Apartment living's brutal. Yeah, I think it's a brilliant idea for the person you hate in your life can't even do 30 second cold showers anymore I'm gone way too soft so you can take that off my list okay I want to cover helmets now I know this isn't very sexy very exciting sir (laughs) stay safe out there folks new helmet (laughs) not very sexy at all but I found this two very interesting helmets one is called the Senna or two helmet with intercom this is kind of cool. So like I can now communicate with you. I'm notoriously deaf on the bike. I don't know if I have a buildup of wax or something in my ears, but I can hear nobody. I'm very focused. Thank you, coach. But I can hear nobody. So you can actually hook this helmet and the intercom up to four, three other helmets. So four of you can chat away on the bike, just in a normal voice. You're not shouting at each other. You're not missing conversations. I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. You've also got built-in speakers and Bluetooth capabilities. So <laughs> I think that's... Is this I a think motorbike helmet or I is this a cycling really cool. helmet? The bad news is it's 210 sterling pounds, great British pounds. So That's not too bad. You don't think so? Like, it's commensurate with other okay, top so, helmets. Yeah. And then the other helmet that I found is great for commuters. It's the Fend, F-E-N-D, folding helmet. So basically it's it's just designed in a way that it collapses and it becomes less than 50% of the original size, which I think is a really, really neat idea. That's going to be 112 euros if you want to get That's actually that. not a bad I idea. Cool. I was ready to slate your helmet choices there, but both of them aren't too bad, but the folding one, you know what I don't wear, I'm going to get abuse for this, but I don't wear a helmet when I'm commuting. I don't know why. It just it looks goofy and that's not even the reason I think. I just, it's probably that I don't want to carry it around all day. You know, if I go to a coffee shop in town, I've the Brompton, I cycle in, stick the Brompton under the table. I just don't want a helmet clipped onto my bag. There's enough to be carrying with the Brompton. I've just always found that it looks weird. Now, I'll always train with my helmet on a spin, even if I go for a recovery ride. So I don't know why I have that incongruity, but so many people do. 
maybe this is the solution. Would I wear it? No, probably not, but still pretty good idea yeah that's a really good idea i have seen <laughs> i have seen some companies come up with the ones that expand so they sit on your head it's kind of like a flat cap and then if it detects a crash it inflates itself yeah i don't know if i trust them i think like yeah. either you're wearing a helmet or you're not like yeah yeah i absolutely agree okay let's move on from helmets okay something i definitely don't want I want to talk about I know we're going to talk about stuff we definitely definitely don't want but this is something that I kind of thought I wanted and I spoke on the podcast for quite a while saying I'm going to try it again it's my fourth attempt at trying Whoop I've used Whoop version 1 version 2 version 3 and this is Whoop version 4 and I've actually stopped using it again this is off the back of two podcasts which I haven't released yet they're both coming the next two weeks one with the genius that is Olaf Alexander Boo, who is the coach for the two most prominent triathletes in the world, Gustav Eden and Blumenfeld. And we talked a lot about understanding your body. And then I talked with Dan Plews, another top triathlon coach. And off the back of the two of those, I've actually just stopped wearing Whoop again. But I haven't totally abandoned wearables because I've moved to a Garmin watch, which holds like a rolling HRV score, which will make a lot more sense when you listen to the Dan Plews podcast. But unfortunately, I've abandoned Whoop again. I think it's just too expensive for what it is with the monthly subscription and then the lack of deep dive in the analytics. So maybe I'll be back for Whoop version 5, but Whoop version 4 for me is thumbs down. Okay, the next gift that I don't think you can go wrong with is cycling glasses. I have a beautiful pair from Pock that I get so many compliments on. It's the Aspire version from Pock. 200 euro. I got mine in this like tortoise shell kind of vibe. Pretty cool. But you won't go wrong with a set of really cool glasses for the cyclists in your life. Your Pock ones are like something Bono would wear when he's a... Uh... class playing Glastonbury or something <laughs> they're not like a cycling glasses at all they're just I, I don't know they're just really really stylish I think Pock get the glasses really really right because they originally I think started as a snowboarding skiing kind of company so they have their eyewear very very on point I actually had a set of them blew off the top of my helmet in the Ross it was mm. painful last stage I was trying to get a bottle I looked back to see where the car was and the wind just caught them at an awkward angle on top of my helmet and boom 200 euro blew down the street. I was actually very, very tempted to stop and go back. I just didn't have the legs. Yeah. <laughs> didn't have the legs. I was like, I'll end up riding into town on my own here with a 200 euro set of glasses, <laughs> broken half, and it'll just be embarrassment all around. Next up that I have, Anthony, I think you're going to absolutely love this. It's called a banana holder for your bike. This falls into the category of the dicky bow. <laughs> the dicky bow cycling kit. Just, just, I think this is cool. It's a 3D printed holder for carrying a banana on your bike. It strikes me that quote, like, <laughs> let's not waste time arguing the meaning of a good man. Just be a good man. So it's like, let's not waste time trying to be funny with props. If you're that sort of guy who's funny, just be funny. <laughs> oh, I think it'd be hilarious. Do you know anyone on the group right that would show up? With this? I have a few in mind, yeah. And I know you have something else, just to spoil one of your other things, that falls into the exact same category, which is this bike ball's rear light that just dangles <laughs> side to side. They're all in the category of try-hard comedy and yeah. none of them work. The bike ball thing, the only reason I put this on gift guide is because I get targeted by it so often. That's based so on your search history. <laughs> Oh, I thought I deleted all those Dangly previous balls. searches. <laughs> but yeah, they are kind of like comedic, non-really 
worthwhile pieces of kit that you could get but sometimes they're kind of funny some people like that kind of stuff and i know no not everyone's as cranky as you look i'm trying to be more inclusive and pc and get girls into the group like you think there's going to be a 17 18 year old girl's going to come out training with some nasty 60 year old with bike balls (laughs) hanging in the back of his bike luminous luminous green ones okay we'll move on from the bike balls then Okay, something that I want to get you, Sarah, and I know you're going to kick back about this. And again, just giving some love to one of our sponsors who's been amazing for us. It's Whatbike. I've been using the Whatbike, Adam, all season. Love it. I've been using it for about 10 years, but we've started this weekly time trial now. And last Tuesday night, me and Sarah had to play a little game of rock, paper, scissors, who actually got to use the Whatbike to compete in the time trial. Unfortunately, I lost. Sarah got to do the time trial at 16. It, was a, it wasn't quite 16 kilometers. It was 15.7 kilometers. 4, I think 15.4. And we can't race each other because we don't have two watt bikes. So I am tempted, Sarah, to spring and get you a second, second watt bike. Yeah, it could be cool. It would be cool to do it at the same time. You're going to have to go on and do it on your own. Yeah, by the way, the TT, everyone should join. It's, I mean, I'm not going to sell it over the next couple of minutes. I'm an absolute bits today. I was, I thought I was going to puke after I got over the line. I unclipped from the wap bike and just like hung my head on the handlebars and like was trying to get my breath back. I was shaking. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. So yeah, anyone wants to join on Tuesday, it's great fun. Well, it's, you know what I will say? I last year rode a 10 mile time trial, which is 16 kilometers, roughly the same every Thursday night from, I would say, October until April, until we got the change in hours. And undoubtedly, it was the number one thing I did for getting back into shape. And I've tried many 20-minute efforts on my own, but there's something about having people around you that pushes you a little bit harder. That just means, like, I'm going to go this evening and I'm going to do the same effort that you guys done, but I won't go anywhere near as hard. There's something about being chased and chasing someone that oh, just totally. you squeeze those extra effort totally. down. There was, so, there was a couple of people behind me, like not far behind me, by seconds. And I did, that was my motivation, just not to get caught and keep on pushing through. So being in that group rather than doing it on your own. Time trial, it's so measurable. Next week, all I have to do is do better than this. It's break 30 minutes. You missed it by four seconds? 18, no, 18 seconds. Yeah. I didn't know that 30 minutes for that length of a time trial was like this barrier that people wanted to break. So yeah, next year, next week, I will absolutely be pushing for that. Will you stick the link for the Discord so people can join into the show notes? Yeah, of course. Anthony, did you know that bike bells are back popular and back kind of cool. I Do we have one on the Brompton? I have one on the Brompton, yeah. yeah. And I actually, you know what, I use it all the time. The other time I used the bike bell quite a lot was when we rented the city bikes in London where yeah. we were flying around London. I think it's great when you're in the city riding to just have a little pedestrian step out all over the place. Not to have anything too abrasive, but just a little ding, keep going. Yeah, I agree. But now people have elevated this as well. And I can't tell if this is good value or not. Would you pay £30 for a big horn? I, don't, I just think they're a bad idea because like we were in the car a few weeks ago and you gave a little polite beep and then you're like, oh, that was a polite beep. And I think it's kind of hard to do a polite beep with a horn. It's just so loud and abrasive. And I think a bike horn is going to be that. You're not looking to scare the shit out of pedestrians stepping out. You're just looking to a little ding. It's like I remember being in Indonesia out in Bali on the moped and you just give a little beep, beep. That's just like, I'm on your left, beep, beep. I'm on your right. It's like kind of polite the ding is the same thing, the loud brace of car horn. I don't know. It's it's a bit much for me. A big horn's not for you. No. <laughs> Sorry.
Okay, next up, which I think is a pretty neat idea, is the Apple AirTag for your bike. They're about 30 euros, but you can also get this AirTag bike mount that is actually hidden in under where your bike cage, your bottle cage is. So you can't really see it. It's not very obvious. I think that's a great gift. Yeah, there's something weird about marketing hidden stuff, isn't there? It's, it's, like, it's not hidden anymore. Yeah. You tell everyone about it. Like, I don't know, you need to covertly market these to only AirTag holders. I think they're a great idea. Um, obviously, if your bike gets robbed, I struggle to see the application if your bike gets robbed, if I'm totally honest. What are what you going to do? Show to your man's house? Yeah, you're going to tool up and be like, yeah, my bike's in your house. You know, it's a little bit difficult. I don't know if the cops are going to do anything with that. But the application I have seen them used very well well is traveling to yeah. see if your bike bag has arrived at its destination and also what i've seen is a buddy of mine that i travel with quite a bit is a pilot and oftentimes ground crew will say oh your bike didn't show up and he'll just be able to show them no it, it did show up and it's on the runway can you have someone just go and grab it because they play this game of the easiest thing for them to say is no it didn't show up rather than to try and locate go it in the airport it. yeah so it's a really easy one and it could potentially save your holiday yeah, absolutely. Now, the next gift, which I think is, okay, you didn't like the ball hanging rear lights, but lights are really important. The number one piece of tech that people rave about online forever is the rear light, the Garmin Varia. Everybody absolutely loves it. It's a brilliant, brilliant option, but there's loads of rear and front lights that you can buy the cyclist in your life for Christmas. I don't think you can have enough lights. Rear light's a brilliant idea. I've used the Garmin years ago and I absolutely loved it. It's one I must go back to. I have a specialised light at the moment which is super, super bright. I've been using that but rear light, I've gone from, maybe it's an age thing but I've gone from that's a little bit naff to that's absolutely essential. I don't think anyone should be riding regardless of where you're riding without a rear light just for safety. Okay, before we wrap up, I've got a couple of more things that I'm going to run through really quickly. I've got the JBL Clip 4. I covered this last year and got loads of feedback on it saying it was absolutely brilliant. This is basically a speaker that you hang on to the back of your saddle when you're riding around with friends. You can all listen to the same music. And that went down a storm with the gift guide. Okay, I'm going to show a better one in that JBL has a sort of a one that's shaped a little bit like a bottle. Get that instead, much louder, cut your bottle in half, slip that inside your bottle and then you have it in the bottle holder because when it's behind on your saddle, you actually can't hear anything. Yeah, only the people behind you. Yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, the next one up, I talked about these. I wanted these last year. I still haven't gotten them. They're the open run headphones. If you're on the bike, instead of putting earbuds in, which can maybe, you know, dampen down your, that you can hear traffic and stuff behind it. These set over the ears. So they're a brilliant gift idea. Now, the one of the last ones that I want to cover is this amazing canine sport sack dog carrier backpack this is cool you're seeing like so many pros i think it's tom pickcock he has a dash hound and he has one of these bags and he takes his dog training and is out for cycles yeah, alexi sure. vermullen definitely alexi has does one as well. and yeah. so does uh Demi Vollering. Demi Vollering. And shout out to Gary on who comes in our group, right? He has a little dash hound, Frida, and he motors around town with her in this backpack. With your as well. bike handling, I wouldn't recommend it to her. <laughs> I could take this, our small dog, maybe not our big dog. <laughs> Anthony, before you wrap up, okay, I've one thing that I would absolutely hate if you, that you, you know, would get me for Christmas. Have you got something? Yeah, most of the stuff you mentioned today, <laughs> uh, socks with like shut up legs on a ball hangler, hang, hanging lights, <laughs> hanging lights, a big horn, 
Bighorn. Uh, <laughs> yeah, quite a few of the stuff you've rolled through today, I would absolutely hate <laughs> You to think get. it's all a bit naff? It is all a little bit naff. But one thing that I would like to finish on that I think everyone should get, and then I want to hear, Sarah, what you would hate to get as well to make sure I don't get it. I think we're in an era now where everybody wants to drop the bike into the bike shop. And there is some good bike shops, but a lot of bike shops aren't amazing. There's some dubious mechanics out there. Fixing your bike and working on your bike is a little bit of a lost art. I'm always asked what book I would recommend or what's the best book I've read this year. One of the books I would recommend, it's the Park Big Blue Book on Bike Maintenance. Go and check that one out. I haven't read it in years, but it gives you a really good grounding in fixing your bike. Okay, fantastic. And what I would absolutely hate, don't under any circumstance buy me a quad lock. <laughs> That's the yoke for displaying your phone. That's for having your phone on your handlebars. And they stalk me online. They have a lot of money with marketing. Aggressive marketing They campaigns. do, very aggressive. Do not get me one of those. I don't want my phone on, you know, front and center on my bike. I want to go out my bike and enjoy it and not look at notifications popping up. What about maps center. if you were going through London on your Brompton, something like that? Mm, maybe, yeah. That yes. actually, actually, but yeah, that is that is a good application of it, but not on a on a gravel bike, not on my road bike. That's a wrap, folks. Happy we'll Christmas. We'll be back next week. Again, we'll be back tomorrow, but we'll be back next week again with another sort of Christmassy team newbie questions. Wanted to get the gift guide out early so you had a chance to get your Christmas shopping done. Have a great weekend, Sarah. I'll be back tomorrow and ride safe.